Yeah, bob your head. Yeah, <laughs> bob your head, lady. Yeah, move your... Hey, neighbor, you stop staring at me like that. Well, they're like probably... I don't what know. are these people They doing? saw me like moving around in here, kind of in a dancing type motion. Mm-hmm. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? I, hey, look, we're, <laughs> we're recording. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, geez. Yes, we are. Welcome to the Dysfunctional Podcast with Philip and Larissa. We put the fun in dysfunctional. Woohoo! Yes, yes. Hey, I have to tell you something. Somebody um, who will remain nameless... Mm. Okay, fine. I'll give you a hint. His no, name's, it's okay. No, his name starts with a B and ends with N. Um, anyways, he said that every time that I clap, he pictures boomsticks, like at the baseball game, you know? <laughs> you know, so there's the boomstick for you, Ben. Woohoo! Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know where Doggo is, but you may or may not hear her. She's uh, right here. Okay, cool. she's attached cool. to me. Oh, yeah, good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Well... Um, what are we going to, uh, what, what are we going to talk about this week, lady? Today, or this week? Well, today, this week, all of it. Mm, all of it. We're going to talk about faith and feelings. Okay. Faith and feelings. You know, have you ever felt like your faith was being tested because of your feelings? Okay. Or have you ever questioned your faith? If it's genuine because you don't feel a certain way, you know, faith and feelings overlap, but they're different. And we're going to talk about how to navigate through them and our walk with Christ. Okay. Good. Good, good. I like the idea. Let's do it. All right. First. Ding, 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 ding. We need to, we're going to define what faith and what feelings are. Okay. So faith is the belief or trust in something or someone without necessarily having tangible evidence. So it's trusting in God's promises and his word, even when the circumstances of our lives don't turn out like we expect. But feelings are the emotions or the sensations that we experience in response to various stimuli. They're subjective and they can be influenced by our thoughts, experiences, and our environment. So basically you're saying faith you can't see. So you're trusting in something that you can't see. Correct. And feelings... And feelings is... Feelings are... So, so the thing is, feelings mm-hmm. are more subjective. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's feelings, it, it, it deviates by your mood, you know? Um, in like fact, happy, sad. So, so I would recommend everyone read... Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. I always plug that all the time, right? But he actually has a, he's got multiple sections in there that talk about feelings and about faith. Mm -hmm. And then he has a a specific section in there that talks about this exact thing. It talks about faith and feelings and how your moods don't dictate your faith in God. We can't, you can't allow that to happen, Mm -hmm. you know, but you were saying a minute ago how they overlap. So let's examine how the faith and feelings overlap. So when we encounter God's presence or we experience a significant spiritual breakthrough, it can cause strong emotions such as joy, peace, and gratitude. These emotions, they should reinforce our faith and serve as a reminder of God's goodness and faithfulness. So what you're saying is faith is not based on our feelings or our circumstances. Correct. So faith is based on God's unchanging character and the bible 
Ding, ding, ding. Yes. You Thank win. Woohoo! Ding, ding, ding. All right, cool. Well, all right, that's it. No? Oh, oh. we're done? Oh, no, I don't think we're no, done. No, actually, I wanted to read um, Hebrews 1, 11.1. I always think about coffee when you say that. Hebrews. Go ahead. Sorry. It was random. Random no, thoughts. No, no, we're not. No. Random thoughts with Philip. Hebrews. No. Come on. Okay. All right. Well, read read Hebrews. Well, the, the section you want to read, not the whole thing. Okay, so... Um, Hebrews 11 one says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Huh. It's good. So basically this verse says the fact that faith is based on what we can see or feel, but not on the assurance and conviction of what we hope for. Wait, say it again. So <laughs> faith is not based on what we can see or feel, but on the assurance and conviction of what we hope for. Okay, sorry. I just I needed to I needed to hear it again to really for it to sink in. You know, it's crucial to understand that fe- feelings are not a substitute for faith. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can feel one thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what God wants you to do. Right. We cannot rely our feel- on our feelings alone to determine the state of our faith and our relationship with God. Exactly. You know, because, I mean, there's times that, look, we've all been mad at God. That doesn't necessarily mean that, that our faith in God is, is not there. You know, we may not have, we may have a lack of faith in his plan. We may think that we know better than God. We may say, no, God, you don't know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. Mm, Well, that's a little selfish. That still doesn't mean that our faith overall is shaken. We can't Mm -hmm. allow the feelings to dictate, like you said. I think a lot of times, so we let our feelings dictate. We do. As humans, as humans, we do, you know. Um, You know, Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians (laughs) <laughs> I was just waiting to see your face when I said that. Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7, For we live by believing and not by seeing. Boom. Hmm. I'm going to say it again. For we live by believing and not by seeing. So can I go back to something? Sure. Okay, so Paul wrote the book of Acts as well. And the act. Acts is about the new church, like, or the church after Christ, basically. Right. Some of those people who became believers had never met Jesus, but they were having faith in something else when that new, that new stage, I guess you could call it, that yeah, no, new actually, phase. Yeah. Of transitioning when Jesus was not there anymore. Right. So they had belief and they had faith without seeing Jesus. Yes. And those people were some of the first people to do that. Well, you know, on a similar note there, Paul, you know, I mean, think about when he was locked up, you know. I mean, Paul's one of the OGs, right? Locked up. But you think about it, when you get locked up, you know, I mean, there, there had to be, he doesn't write it in here, but there had to be some, some particular times in his life, you know, upon being incarcerated, released, incarcerated, you know, back and forth, that he was like, you know, looking up like, God, dude, like, we going to do this again? 
you know, his feelings about what he was going through wasn't necessarily what... It, it did not change his faith, though, that God knew what he was doing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but the verse in Second Corinthians, for we live by believing and not by seeing, it, that means that we must trust God's promises even when they don't, we don't see it manifest in our lives. In other words, our faith should not be based on our circumstances or feelings, but on the unchanging character of God and His Word. Okay. An analogy that I like, okay? I, I, was, I was looking up some stuff on this, you know, and I found a few different things. And one of the, the analogy that I really like is this, okay? I, I do want to, as you say, I have to give credit where credit is due. I don't remember. Yes. I don't remember where I found it. I, I'm going to, I will credit the internet. Thank so you. I found it on the internet. Thank I did, you. I did not fully come up with this analogy. But the analogy that I really like is this. It, this analogy really illustrates the relationship between faith and feelings. And the analogy is a train journey. A journey on a train. I don't mean the band train and the band journey, no. It's a journey riding on the train. So, faith is the engine that propels the train forward, while feelings are the passenger cars that follow behind. So, just as the engine is necessary for the train to move, our faith is necessary for us to progress in our Christian walk. Mm -hmm. However, our feelings can also play a role, and they do play a role in our journey. They can either make the ride more enjoyable or make the ride more challenging, but they do not determine the direction of the train. Boom. I like that. Boom. Hang on. Let me grab this mic. Can I? I... Hang on. No, I need need to drop this mic. Hang on. Move. Oh, I can't get a grip. Okay. So I have to say something because this was just random and running through my brain when you were talking about a train. (laughs) Can I say it? I I don't know what it is, so I suppose... (laughs) Okay, so remember... I reserve the right to edit this part out. <laughs> okay, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay. What is it? What is so it? So it reminds me of, like, whenever we would say riding on a bus sitting next to bums. <laughs> I'm like, riding on a train, riding on a train. Oh, my gosh. Okay, look at that. I'm, I'm, Sorry, that was totally random. I haven't decided if I'm but edit I just wanted to say that. Okay, so how about you tell us about some examples from the Bible? Okay, okay, sorry, back on topic. Um, you know, in the Bible, Abraham had unwavering faith despite his feelings and emotions. I think sometimes there was doubt. There had that. to be, there had to be. But well, I mean, think for about, instance, think about what he had you know, to do. he left his home. Mm-hmm. And then he went to a land that he had never been before. Yeah. He was He'd promised never even seen it. by God that... Why don't you just Google it so he can see the Google images or something, you know? That didn't exist then. Google Maps? Maps probably didn't even exist then. No. MapQuest no didn't exist then. <laughs> MapQuest. Now we're dipping okay. the archives. Um, <laughs> A map that you would buy at the convenience store didn't exist then. <laughs> convenience store didn't exist. Anyways, so right. Anyway, he went to so a land he goes to this seen. land and he's never seen it. He's never... He's right. just like, God's like, go to this land. It's going to be yours. Actually, I'll, I'll bet you that it was almost like when you put in something in Google Maps, you know, you're driving, it's like, turn left here. Okay, God, I'm turning left. He's walking and God goes, turn left here. Okay. I don't know about that. Oh, okay, God, I'll turn left. I mean, turn left at the burning bush. <laughs> in, in, oh, wait, that's... In, in 50 feet, turn right. 
Okay, God, okay. The burning bush. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> you know, turn right at the really tall it was, sycamore tree. Burning bush was a different guy. I know. It was okay. Moses. <laughs> I was like, you know, Abraham's not the one with the burning bush, right? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, yes. I mean, Okay, so but he had to face a whole bunch of challenges and uncertainties, yet he still trusted God's promise to make him a great nation. Yep. Yes, there were trials and tribulations in that journey, but his overall faith wasn't run by what he was feeling. Yeah, well, when you look at, if you were to look at the number of books in the Bible... Or yeah, a number of the chapters in the books in the Bible that 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 talk about Abraham's journey. It's like that's a there's a lot of chapters. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that just goes to show how long of a journey that it was. And so there, yeah, like you said, there had to be times that he was kind of lacking in the faith somewhat. But he didn't lack in faith. His he may have felt like, do you really know what you're doing up there, dude? But he still was like, you know what? Yeah, I know he does. It's kind of like sometimes what I do when I'm when I'm talking to God. I'm like, dude, do you really think like you we're really gonna do this? You know, you know what? Never mind. I don't know why I'm asking you that. I already know I need to do it. Um. So back to Hebrews. Oh, geez. I need some coffee. Um. Hebrews eleven eight through ten. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going, and even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. Oh, man, yeah. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations. A city designed and built by God. Oh my gosh, okay, I had to wait for you to get done with that. I didn't even think about the fact he was in a foreign he was a foreigner. He didn't even live there. Like and the way that it worked back then, foreigners, you know, it was, was wilderness. Yeah, well, dude, but no, he like was it's just nuts. The like you know, okay, okay, I'm going to use the Google Maps reference again. You know, sometimes when you're driving and like the map like gets stuck or something and, and it's like, oh, it looks like I'm driving in the middle of a field. He was. He wasn't driving, but you know, t- turn left. walking. Uh, turn left with all 50 of his feet. Belongings. And he turns left at 50 feet and he goes, dude, there's nothing here either. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? You leave me on a wild goose chase? I feel like your light bulb just went off. Yeah, dude, no, I just didn't think about that. Like, like I didn't. I don't know. I say I didn't think about it. Like it just it it boom all of a sudden hit me. You want to know another example? Okay, what's another example of feelings and faith? Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm. I can't say that word. That's a big long word. Please the, pronounce the that. Enemy? Get an enemy. Get an enemy. The Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Yes. Sorry. We'll work on that. Thank you. You know, he was really overwhelmed with sadness and sorrow and despair, knowing that he would soon face the cross. Yeah. Yet he surrendered to God, his father, saying, I want your will to be done, not mine. 
What, what, where is that? Matthew 26, 39. Matthew 20, say, what's the verse again? Matthew 26, no, no, 39. No, 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 no. Read, read the verse. I want your will to be done, not mine. We need to say that a lot. Oh, that's hard sometimes. So yeah. it, oh, I know. We have such selfish desires. I know, but... I know. But it, it's, 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 I mean, he's fixing to go die. Mm-hmm. Like, if I knew I was going to die, I'd be like, nope. I'm going to nope my way right out of there. Nope, 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 nope. Hey, look, there's a back door. Bloop. Look at me, getting the getaway car. Turn left in 50 but feet. Jesus knew God's plan. He did. You know, that's the thing. And and God has such love for us that he sent, our, sent Jesus to die for our sins. Yeah. And even though it was hard for Jesus to do what he did because he was... He was human too. Yeah. His love and was so much stronger than his emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Man. For shizzle. Yeah. You know, even though faith and feelings are intertwined, we can see how they're very different. You know, our emotions, they can enhance. Now, this is something also that I was like, when I was kind of writing out some of this stuff, I'm like, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. This is, it just kind of popped in my head there, okay? But I feel that it's very important that we understand that our emotions can enhance our faith, but they should not dictate it. They can enhance our faith. I think a lot of times we let our dictate feelings it. dictate things. Yes, even that's the thing. Just in general yes. in our life. Yes. And enhance is only a good thing. You don't, I mean, enhance is not. A word that is associated with negative. And I think you can choose your feelings. You could choose to be happy, sad, mad, angry. Sometimes that is control uncontrollable, but overall, you can choose to be happy when you wake up and start your day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we, we really must trust in God's promises and rely on the unchanging nature of his character and his word, even when our circumstances or feelings suggest otherwise. You know, the two of us, you know, we, we want to encourage everyone out there, y'all, to focus on strengthening your faith in God's promises and character rather than relying solely on your feelings. That's the challenge. That's what we want to encourage you to do. Mm-hmm. And, and how can, do we do that? You can do that by reading or and meditating on God's word, praying, staying connected to other believers. Church, church, going to church. Um, but by doing those things, you can vo- you can uh, cultivate a strong foundation of faith that can carry you through or us through the highs and lows of life. The highs and the lows. And when our emotions are aligned with our faith, it can be very powerful and just reinforce our trust and faith in God. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right? Well, once again, it can either enhance, it can enhance our faith, but it should not dictate it. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it can definitely reinforce that. Um, so, hey, back to the analogy kind of. Remember, faith is the engine that propels us forward, while our feelings are the passenger cars that follow behind. So let's keep our faith anchored in Christ, no matter the ride. Riding on a train, riding on a train. And scene. <laughs> I even did the whole end scene thing, you know, like it's, uh, that's, yeah. 
I think that was good, though. Like, just... No, no, no. Because they are intertwined, and I think sometimes we overreact to our feelings. It's an important distinction between the two, but they do still have... It's an important distinction, but it's also an important relationship, because they're similar, but very different as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. I'm going to do something right here, though, that... Mm -hmm. Was is not not written down, not anywhere, nowhere on Uh-oh, anything this that could be dangerous. Uh, maybe it's possible, ladies and gentlemen. Go to linktreecom slash four one three productions. That's it. Actually, wait, that was planned, wasn't it? That was planned. Yeah, never mind. There was no unplanned things in this episode, except for the lady walking out there and eyeing me down. She was staring me down. She wanted to fight. I don't think she wanted to fight. She probably, probably thought you were weird because you have probably, no hands. She probably did. She thought I was like going crazy over here. Because um, you have no hands. Ladies and gentlemen, linktree.com <laughs> slash 413 productions. And also, news alert, my wife saying and telling everyone that I have no hands in case you didn't know. But you can find out more by going to linktree.com. <laughs> Slash four one three productions. Are you gonna just keep saying that over and over and over? No, but again? I wanted. To, but no, but no, but I do need to tell everybody that this segment has been sponsored okay, by well, linktree.com. I think we just need to say goodbye and have a great day. All right, later, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>